straight riffing is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight, straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that place. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. Teddy I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate for hire. Hate for hire. I should put on a bit of sky. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is July 18th, 2012, episode 70, and it's time to riff the fuck on. I am your host, Reverend Mitch, and with me, as always, is uh, my co-host, the Difficult Brown, the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy TMI Tutson. How the fuck are you, sir? Oh, Mitch, I'm feeling good, like a shining star on that midweek riffing right now. This is like some real underground speakeasy flappers kind of mid-riffing. It's real good, good midweek riffing. Yes, indeed. Uh, Yet again, no idea what you just said, but let's welcome our esteemed guest for the special midweek edition of Straight Riffing, Mr. Cedric Yarbrough. How the fuck are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I I don't know what I don't know what you said either, but but uh, damn it! But uh, it's supposed to be on my team. I, I know, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going Thank white you. on this one. Uh, I, like I like it. One it's point, good. one point <laughs> for the white gentleman. Uh, <laughs> how is everybody? We're good. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you doing guys all usually right, do man. this on the weekend, or is this uh, uh, usually like on mid- Mondays? On yeah, Monday, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. We did our we did our Monday riff. So this is uh I mean we're packing it tight this week. Yeah, la- last so. episode was sixty nine, but this one is hump day. Yeah, 70. as it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's already yeah. he's in. Oh, he's in the group. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been I, a sexy week. I, I bet. I yeah. bet it's been a sexy week. Well, I'm I mean it's a sexy week now, right? I mean sixty nine oh, episode you know, episode uh, sixty nine, yeah. hump day and all that. And a hump Wednesday seventy episode. Yeah. That's do right. you are you are you the type to celebrate a hump day? Do you go, oh shit, it's hump day. I better fuck someone. Look the, yeah, I better look through the old black book or whatever. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Are you married? Or I'm not married. I'm anything? single. Okay. And, do you have a uh, chictionary, Fresh Prince style? A, a, a chictionary. I actually don't yeah. know what that is. Man. You? Yeah. You, it's the Fresh Prince. He's got the chictionary. It's like the little black book. Point two. Point two goes to All Mitch. Right. Damn. Right. I'm, I'm getting. Oh ah, man, yeah. this has never happened Change before. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's yeah. a traitor in the house. Is, uh, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Usually I'm the one that gets shut out. Bunk it down. This is uh, amazing. No, you you will be, uh, but just no that. Look, you're, I get you're ahead it. right cool. now. That's all right, no, yeah. I get it. I enjoy it. Early in the game, I get it. I get it. Halftime. Yeah. Don't get into sports. I'll get all confused again. You know, oh yeah, you're not a sports guy. Not really, no. No. no you can bamboozle really. them very easily. Yeah. Jeremy uh, Lin. My, my my argument is that prior to like Boom. prior to like 1991 and prior, I know a surprisingly large amount about sports, mm-hmm. but uh after that I just it's like they don't exist anymore. So okay. I I don't know anybody that came out since then, I don't know. 
Did you, did you um, get your ass beat by Jordan or something? Or so, nah. what, what Charles Barkley came one to on his one? house. Yeah. Like, he moved to the Phoenix Suns and he just kicked We're over We're going to play some basketball. And I was like, all right, well, but, and then, and I was like, I'm out. This is it. I got beat by Charles Barkley. It's time to kind of hang up the hat and go <laughs> that, home. That was a racist impression of Charles Barkley. Point say, goes yeah, right. to okay. 10. Okay. Here Charles Barkley sounded two like, one. A, like, really? like a constipated old black man. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. I, uh, Unbelievable. I was just trying to do like, he sounds like he's got a stuffy nose all the time. This is true. I mean, that's what I was going with. Oh, no, it's okay. Two and a half points. Two and a half I points. I mean, you know, look, uh, I'm sorry. I've, I've never tried to do a Charles Barkley impression before that moment. So perhaps I I'm should have boned up on it. That, yeah. that is not in your repertoire of go-to impression. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was more of a Charles Nelson Riley impression. <laughs> it sounded. But okay. it okay. was a Charles. It was a Charles. Was okay. There was that's some fair. of that in there. I had a Charles. Uh anyway. You know, as as a white guy, you wanna you wanna try to focus on not doing impressions of black people. So I did you have don't do you really have, have do you any, do a lot of impressions? Is that a thing? That you I, really I can do some. I can do some. You you played the voice of the white guy on uh, on Boondocks, right? No, he's uh, the, he's the, the like lawyer guy. He's the black. He's, he's, he's the black. Oh, he black? He's, oh. he's a black guy. He's yeah. just okay. Tom he's Dubois. Just Tom right? Dubois. Yeah, he's just um, he's just not as cool as some black people are. You know, okay. and he's okay with it. He he's loves, got a white wife. He's got a white mixed, wife. Mixed, he loves Dion Warwick. Mixed uh, daughter. He's just very confused by Usher. Very and <laughs> does not want to be anally raped like yeah. mo- most most of us don't. Right, but he's uh, very transfixed man. He's just um, he's just not as cool. I would think he'd be uh, like more confused by like R. Kelly, for instance. That would be a good. I've been he confused. It was a fantastic episode. That the was R. Kelly episode, trial. Yes. That was an amazing yeah, episode. Exactly. Yeah. Was he also confused by R. Kelly? Well, oh. definitely. He he thought you know urinating on a young woman is is against the law and should be, uh, you know, someone should be going to jail. But apparently not. It's mm-hmm. like R. Kelly just starts performing in the middle of the courtroom and just like black people just eat it up. So yeah. And, he, and Tom Dubois is just no, flipping I, the fuck out. I, I recall the episode fairly well, but like at the same time, I don't remember specifically Tom Dubois' uh, uh, and reaction. Name, and he's it. also being taunted by uh, Riley, I think, is it throughout the episode? Yeah. Just yeah. taunting him, just being like, you ain't standing a chance and yeah. get the conviction. It's, yeah. a, and so, it's one of my favorite Boondog yeah, episodes. And actually. Huey was also like, you're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't gonna work. Everyone's with like, people you, you know what? They the, love R. Kelly. The thing is, I, right. I remember no, 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 like no. R. Kelly has the greatest PR team of all time. I will contend. Like, the career resuscitation that he pulled off after what he went through is amazing. Like even now, he's releasing his memoir, and I had a friend who was like, "What? R. Kelly has a memoir coming out? I didn't hear about it. It's called what's it called? Like a uh, flavor coaster, so, solar coaster, uh, or yeah, something. solar coaster, solar yeah. coaster, or something really? like that." And he was like, "I'm getting it." I was like, "R. Kelly did it. Like I don't know how he beat it." But Michael Jackson could have taken notes. Gary Oldman read from it on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, see? He did a dramatic reading. It wasn't as, as, I mean, I don't feel like they they found the funniest part of the book to read. It was just a sort of a story of him and Tupac meeting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Gary Oldman, he'll bring bring intensity to anything. But I still felt like, you know, this falls a little short. But, you know, it's all right. It's all good. Um, Are you an R. Kelly fan? uh, I I do enjoy the... um, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. I do enjoy that. You're more old school, R. Um, Kelly, if you will. Yeah. I, I Are mean, you? Where do you fall on the I, new era? I, I step felt, in the name of love. R. I Kelly. felt well. 
they're they're that, sex that's, planet. That, that's that's uh, yeah. That's still a little older, isn't it? That's uh, step in the name of love, isn't that? A that's little, a little bit older. Older that's post. Still? That's like immediate post urination. That's yeah. But but when when did he do the all the um the episodes and all the uh, trapped in the closet? The trapped in the closet. Trapped in the closet. Would I think it was trapped in the closet and then Spatula. step in the name of love and then step. That was mostly when after. During the episodes, the trapped in the closet and the peeing is when I kind of <laughs> fell off. Yeah, yeah. yeah once like, the okay. peeing came up, you were like, "Yeah, oh, like, once I'm out it, the game." Yeah, and, once yeah. the dick comes out, I'm out of here. I don't need to. See, I don't need to be a, be a part of that. Yeah. That's a, but that's, that's funny. We we were just we we were talking about uh with, with um Tom Dubois and Riley. I just finished an episode last week. With Boondocks is coming back, so yeah, um, yeah. All right. So All right. Uh, Regina King and I were in the, um in the booth together and and. Uh, and going back and forth and we're we're arguing over something and it just felt so good to be back and arguing with regina king you know as tom and yeah. and an eight-year-old arguing over this this <laughs> this new topic that also has something to do with an r&b singer the boondocks so. is is great you do you do a bunch of voices on there though, yeah. right mm-hmm. i think you also do do you do stink meaner is i do stink meaner stink meaner is well. one of my like it's the best yeah. i used to be at like my one of my old jobs and i would just watch the boondocks with the dude and we, like we would just be like in the office having boondocks and quoting things and one of the favorite things that we would like to quote each other is the other black dude like you got bad credit robert and it's just the, like the and you were just yelling across his office like a big yeah. warehouse and he would be so confused yeah. like i don't understand what's happening what and he would that? just lose his shit yeah. and it was that's like you eat a dick that shit that is one yeah. of my favorite that shit is amazing so, do you want you want to you want to tell him to eat a dick no in no. that voice no come on bitch. how dare you i know you're gonna you're <laughs> pimping me to do that no no i was just gonna I record wanna, it and then i can play it anytime teddy pisses me off that's <laughs> awesome i was kind of thinking that, that would be kind of good yeah, that would be that's kind of but that's a that's a fun episode we like kind of the background for that was uh i think aaron uh magruder wanted to get steve harvey um uh steve harvey to do it uh get him to do Colonel H. Stinkmeter. Right. And so they just had me reading for him. Just be cantankerous and mean and angry or whatever. Good word. We're just putting cantankerous jerk. on the board. Yeah. And so that's what happened. I, I That's how I ended up getting that role. And, and uh, Steve Harvey ended up doing Family Feud. Damn, that could have been. You could have been on Family Feud. I could have been. In done another family. world, are you hosting Family Feud? In I, a and he's universe? doing Steve Meter in a parallel universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Survey said. Survey said, nigga. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> As Stink Meter. But uh, yeah. You eat a dick, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, come on down. So. I, I feel like that would be the best and isn't the last that, episode. Isn't that yeah, much that better than Family Feud, though? I mean, yeah. let's be fair. Really, giraffes? That's a stupid-ass answer, <laughs> motherfucker! Yeah! <laughs> I get money! Yeah, technical difficulties. <laughs> Uh, is that what, what's your what's your favorite voice of all the Boondocks voices that you that you're part of? Um, man, uh, I, I mean, I enjoy I, I more really partial to one that, that I like, am part. I do like Stink Meaner because yeah. he's just he just doesn't give a fuck. He hates everybody, and not like Uncle Ruck. Uncle Ruckus is. I mean, I love that character. I love Uncle Ruckus and uh, Gary Anthony Williams. Uh, does that, and he's a he's a genius, yeah, improv brother genius. From undercover brother, that dude yeah, he's uh, he and I do a a live show together at uh, the Groundlings Theater, but he, uh, but I, I, but I, I love uh, uh, Stinkmeter because he just 
he really hates everybody, not just black people. He just hates anything and everyone. He's, just just like, he's a, a hater of humanity, yeah, essentially. There's no good in human beings. At all. Not at even, all. A, barely himself, if yeah. you will. Teddy's yeah. working towards that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he I'm needs to get hired for a few more gigs uh, <laughs> yeah. for that. That's so why he's what? a hater for hire, you see. Maybe, uh, maybe, man. Maybe you can't I got be. the ghost of Stink Meaner somewhere yeah. inside. It's maybe that's why I resonate. You got bad credit, Robert, indeed. Yeah. He came around to that from the fact that that whenever there was like a political discussion on Facebook and people would call in Teddy as like a, you know, I was like, like bringing the lefty. They'd be like, I need you to just like rock this person's world. I'd be Mm -hmm. like, is this, is this who I am? Am I that? That's my existence. I'm just the dude that brings in. Pause on this conversation. Let me bring in my, my my (laughs) secret weapon. And it'd be like, and you drop, and you could drop Teddy in there. And so he was sort of a a hater for hire. It's like, hold on, let me, let me grab somebody real quick in my corner kind of thing. Hater for hire. Yeah, so that's where exporting the hate. You know what I mean? That's yeah. nice. Free market, yeah. baby. You know, just hey, trying to try get, get in where you fit in. Exactly. Uh, so you mentioned, no, you mentioned the live show at the Groundlings. Like your background is more sketch than stand up. Well, actually, my uh, my my background is more drama. Oh, and more, then I okay. fell into like you know what you're you're crying, but it's hilarious. So uh, that drama shit, you should shouldn't do it anymore that was kind of a sad thing for me it was like, you oh, i'm trying to be dramatic and you're laughing at me yeah <laughs> damn it that is a, i've told mitch about it. that's like the worst feeling in the world when you're just like very angry or upset about something and just people are just like laughing <laughs> in your face and you're, you're like do you understand i'm sad the death I'm saddened right and right then now, it's the most like, amusing thing in the world to that's them. funny so then uh i i started doing a lot of yeah i was a theater actor and then um did a bunch of um, uh, started getting into sketch comedy, improv comedy, and then uh, moved out here. And yeah, originally so the Groundlings is how you got in with the whole most of the Reno nine eleven people. Or, no, uh, no, I, I, I when I moved, first moved out to LA uh, from Minneapolis, I met up with the Reno nine one one guys. They were auditioning guys for um, this new sketch comedy show called Ugly Americans, and it was for Fox. And uh, that's not the, the cartoon. Not the cartoon. Okay. No, okay. no, this was okay. before that. This was uh, back in 2000. And um, uh, it was a little bit too similar to Mad TV. That's what Fox thought. And mm. so um, I think it was Tom Lennon Dangle came up with the idea of, you know, let's they have cops at eight o'clock on Saturdays. Let's do a show where the police officers are just as retarded as the criminals. And uh, we could do like a Reno 911 show at 830. Uh, we handed in the pilot. We still had us, the cast, um, and uh, Beth McCarthy Miller, uh, director from SNL. Uh, she directed us, and uh, they hated it. And <laughs> yeah. Especially because I, I think the original concept was just like it was just kind of like you would have it was just sketches, and then like cops would be like a thing, kind of interspersed. Right? No, no, it was it was Reno. It just was like, very much Reno. There was a couple of other people that were involved, and Carrie Kinney Silver's character Trudy. Wasn't right. what she was, but it was pretty much that was the thing. It was Reno. It was. Uh, Is there like, a specific reason why they picked Reno? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I think they I thought it's close because of the civilization, but still kind of still out, away. Right? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's because you know Vegas. You have so all t- these dreams, and and none of them come to fruition, and now you're just in Reno and and dying, <laughs> right, and right, you're on meth, right. and so they thought you know let's it's a funny city. Let's just do that. And uh, I think that was Tom and, and Ben and Carrie at the time that they, they were like, yeah, let's do this Reno thing. And uh, yeah, it sat on the shelf for two years. And then Comedy Central um, 
called up Tom and Ben and they had done Viva Variety with them years ago and right. thought, you know, let's ask these guys, do you guys have anything? And they showed them, showed them Reno and away we went. Now I was, I, I've been given to understand that there's a lot of times where people like pitch a pilot to one network and the network goes, uh, it's like, well, they'll give you money to do it or something like that. And then they won't use it, but they'll just, it's just on a shelf. It'll never get used and you can't take it anywhere. Yeah. This is not the case. Was this, it like, you, this it, was, it, um, this was before all that. Oh, so, so that's like, that's why that's just a change. It's <laughs> one of the reasons why things like that doesn't happen. Like right, people right. lose their jobs. Fucked like, Oh, game, what? You, everybody. Yeah. You, you got rid of something and now it's a success. You mean that was good work? Right, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You're fired. You, right. you got bad credit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they, uh, so they, um, uh, that, yeah, that was before that. So, uh, we, we, uh, away we went after, uh, two years of, of waiting tables and doing all kinds of other shit. So you, yeah. Well, like two years, well, you, you did a bunch of other just projects and stuff in between that. I was doing, I was, I mean, I was, uh, <laughs> I was working at Aladdin, the, at, at Disney, uh, Aladdin, the California. Uh, you were like you were Aladdin. I was the genie. Then. Oh yeah. No. yeah! Wow. It was. I was. Like, Did you have to like on. act like Robin Williams? Basically, it was. Yeah, it was uh, two hours of prosthetic makeup, uh, airbrushing me blue. Um, I looked. Do you have the beard and everything. I had a little like thing. I had a thing, and the, I was very <laughs> friend like me. Kind of. <laughs> I was. That was what I was doing wow. during my Reno uh, right before Reno. And even while the first season of Reno was going, I was still going down there, driving to California, you know, uh, going down there and, and doing it on the weekends just because I didn't know if Reno was going to yeah, say, you're like paranoid. Yeah. Like, how did Comedy, yeah, how did Comedy Central even come on the radar for, for Reno between, I mean, did they just like hear about it somehow? Uh, or? Well, like I said, it was Tom and Ben had done a show with them before uh, Viva Variety. Yeah. 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 Those, yeah. Those, those guys. And they, I think either Tom called them or Comedy Central called Ben or somebody got in contact with each other and they said, you know, we have this product. This is a pilot that we did a couple of years ago. What do you think about it? And they, they flat out loved it. And it was the best thing for us because that was now we were able to do anything and everything that we wanted to do that we wouldn't be able to do on network. Yeah. I mean, it's really like that whole crew. Uh, it's sort of it's a thing where I think Comedy Central were like. It seemed like early on we're like we don't know maybe this will work. It seemed like I don't know if they if but just from from the outset mm -hmm. basically because you like saw a bunch of billboards and then it just disappeared and you were like what it's still on right and you could turn it on and be like yeah it's it's still around and it, there wasn't a big uh, thing they didn't make a big deal out of season two but then by like three and four it was like it seemed like a big so I, I feel like everybody involved in that probably. Because it was, you sort of got a chance to organically make it better and better. Um, like everybody in that whole crew is back in the spotlight, if you will, for some of the people like the state, the guys from the state, Ben sure. and, uh, and Carrie Tom. and Tom. Yeah. Um, so it's like now getting out of that, do you go like, all right, you know, everybody's just coming at you with projects or, or were you like when that ended, you were like, Oh fuck, what am I, what am I, uh, yeah, definitely call up no, Disney and see if I can get that job. Uh, back. Exactly. Well, not exactly that, but it wasn't, <laughs> um, it, but it wasn't like you, you, uh, projects are, are, are lined up and, and all that kind of thing. You know, it's, it, Hollywood is definitely, what have you done for me lately? And, mm. um, you know, and I don't want to make it a race issue, but there's certain things, some, people can get away with and some things that other people can't. And sometimes it is, you know, uh, 
because everybody on that show was are, are, are geniuses, I think. But um, and uh, but 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 some some opportunities pop up for others than that that have not for for others. And it seemed like a lot of people have have geared toward some other people. I, I don't know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> it's okay. We, 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 yeah, if, if black people don't get jobs, man. <laughs> it's going on the board, Mitch. Oh, black boy. people don't get jobs. Uh, I don't know that I want to, I don't know that I want that. <laughs> it's down going on the board, damn it, because it needs to be written forever. And you get a point, by the way. Oh, now, yeah. now it's two and a half to all two right, points. All right, yeah, all right. Coming back. But, all right. but um, no, it, I mean. It, I can't believe he's pitting us against each other, Teddy. Can't you, though? Can't you? It's been a, it's been a well long <laughs> Is this how quickly we turn on each other? Yeah. Cedric shows up and all of a sudden it's like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> 70 episodes in. I always did think your hair was oh, stupid. It's the hump, man. It's a, it's a large hump. But the thing is, uh, like, even when I, what I was saying, that like, uh, Niecy Nash has been is, has been doing really great. She's got a new show with Cedric the Entertainer. And I, and the, I just, the Soul Man? The Soul Man. Yeah, it's on TV Land. And I just did an episode with her and Cedric. And, and that was fun. But she's, she's doing great. Wendy is doing great great uh wendy mcclennan covey she uh, she played clementine on the show she's doing great with bridesmaids and other projects mm-hmm. that are happening and and everybody's just you know now starting to really you know take off but you yeah, got yeah. you guys also end up doing the movie though right what's that the the reno nine one you did the movie as we well, did too. the movie so how yeah. did the, like so so after the after you're kind of the the hiatus between comedy central the show ending and was it immediately kind of Maybe we can do something and do sort of a feature length and send it all kind of off right. The well, movie was before it ended. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Between season four and five or something like that. So all of us were intact. All of us were doing it, the show, and um, it was funny because uh, Comedy Central never bought the rights to the movie when they got the mo- when they got the rights for the show. So Fox owned the movie, and so when we wanted to do the film. Um, they were going to uh, Comedy Central, and Comedy Central's like, you know, fuck off. I don't, we don't really want to do the movie. We, we're happy with the show. You know, we just we're happy with the show. Then we find out, oh, Comedy Central doesn't own any rights to the movie, and Fox was all about doing the film. So Fox uh, produced the film, and then Comedy Central's like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're sorry. We want to do the movie too. So so. Uh, that's how that movie came to be. Man, that's like uh, that's like you, you break up with a girl who put on a few pounds, and then like ten years later, you're like, "Whoa, you clean up good!" And then like sneaking back up. So what you been up to, kind of with the with with Fox coming back? Like we yeah. always believed in you. The guy who said no, real asshole. Yeah, we love you guys. Yeah, kind of like that. Was a, I mean, I mean, we were both like because you you turned us down before, right, right, and then now we're with some our new man. Nah. <laughs> and now our new man don't like us either, and now the old man like us. Mm. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show all y'all. So we. So we're gonna have a threesome with all three of y'all. I'm gonna mess everybody world up. Whip it out. I, I want to win. Yeah, right, I got it. I got mm-hmm. it. See, here's the thing that doesn't really make sense. Is like if you've got somebody on staff at at a given network who's sort of approving or denying, and they throw, they just say no to a shitload of, and then they make so many bad decisions that they're eventually fired. Like they launch a bunch of flops. They're eventually fired. Nobody goes back to the archives to go. Let's look at the shit they say. Ne- they said no to because this weird ego thing that I'm, I'm given to understand. Where it's like, um, whenever there's a change in in the guard, as it were, where it's like the new guy doesn't want. Uh, if 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 they pick up a thing, I'm trying to think how it goes. It's like if there's success, 
then all the credit goes to the guy before him. But if it's a failure, it all falls on the new guy. And so it's like, given to understand, that's why like just things just don't get picked up. If there's like a change in the guard and something just got picked up, it's never going to go on the air. Right, right. It's, I don't know if it's strange. It's it's odd. I just did a pilot with uh, Scott Bakula um, called Table for Three. Really funny pilot for NBC. And um, Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap and uh, Men mm. of a Certain Age fame. Really funny. And it was a multi-camera show. And we thought it was going to get picked up and, uh, or, well, we knew it was really funny actually. And we knew NBC was really digging it when we were shooting it. And, uh, you know, come around May, late May is, is, uh, they're like, okay, we may bring Whitney back or we may bring you guys. And we're like, eh, we're going to bring Whitney back. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking because you, you put in all kinds of, time and energy and once again you can't take that and go somewhere else no and sometimes and and that's kind of tricky because sometimes they are lately they've been kind of shopping things around but they really don't want to do that because it's it's really frowned upon that you how how are you going to just release something that you just let go that you said now it's not good enough for us then another network's going to be like well it's good enough for us no they don't really want it either you know, it does seem so, odd how few mm, shows end up switching nowadays from network to network. Like Southland, which was on NBC, and sure. then they're like, nah, like you kind of maybe. And then TNT is like, no, we're going to snatch that shit up ASAP. And yeah. now they've nurtured it, and it's kind of it's its own thing. But that's a different thing with cable as well. Like um, for some reason, it's a little more easily to, to do that. Like with Reno, it was right, a foreign right, network right. show, and then cable picked it up. Right. Like with Southland, you know, okay, TNT's like, okay, yeah, we we want that. So is that kind of that I feel like that's kind of explains then what the, the arc of a arrested development where every time any anything with the the cancellation rumors were swirling, it was always a showtime is gonna come in sure. and scoop up arrested development. But I mean I always think like why will no other network come in and do that? That would seem very dumb. You would right. do it, but it's the whole the old the moors, the moors of society yeah, right. say yeah. no. Is it like a sifting through trash or something like that? They're yeah. like, you know what I mean? But I would, I don't know. It's weird because you'd, you'd think that you'd instead be like, uh, you guys are just, you guys just don't see quality. And so we're going to, we're going to take this and show you that it actually is quality. I don't know. It's weird. It's maybe it's a, maybe it's a credit know. thing. Maybe it's a, you got bad credit. <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, so tell us about tell us about your. Now new, I'm saying this, it all the time. This, <laughs> this new this new project for yeah. which you're wearing the t-shirt, Black yeah. Dynamite. Yeah, Black Dynamite. That's uh, Twitter is lighting up right now. Yeah, they love that. that they they love, love that show. That, uh, it's from the same uh, from the film uh, back in 2009 called Black Dynamite with Michael Jai White and uh, Byron Minns and uh, directed by Scott Sanders. Tommy Davidson. And was it Arsenio Hall? Arsenio Hall's in it. Brian McKnight's in it. Yeah. John he Sally. He don't know nothing about this. He don't know nothing. I know. No, I know. Sorry. That's why. I, was, I, I saw that. It, was, it used <laughs> to be, a, it was a film in 2009. I was like, that recently? And I didn't even hear about it. Yeah. Like, it's, somehow, it's, a, it's a, did you, did you see the film? I saw the film. Yeah. 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 It's a, I mean, the people that have seen it usually really like. Was it a cartoon it. or was it a live action? It was, in a, it was a live action uh, film that looked like it was made in 1974. Uh, Trading on the old black exploitation. Black exploitation and it was just all of us in this film and it's about a, a ex-CIA agent slash pimp slash uh, kung fu master with Michael Jai White as Black Dynamite and now it's been made into uh, an animated series for, for 
for Cartoon Network and uh, just came out July 15th, last Sunday. And, is it and, oh, Adult Swim? Then, on I Adult assume. Swim, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and people are really seem to dig it. Now, are they doing 15-minute or 30-minute episodes? These are uh, full full 30-minute, 22-minute okay. yeah, episodes right. with, with commercials, but uh, yeah, full. It's good. Yeah, I yeah. see that. Because uh, for a while there, everything on Adult Swim was 15 minutes. Like, yeah. But like, you didn't really, everything ended like, in the middle Way of a too sentence. quickly, yeah. yeah it was but like, um, uh, every episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force would end in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. Why don't you? You were like, yeah. "What? Happened? What happened? Yeah, what's where do we go from here? Yeah, but, but this I was guess a, you play with that. Yeah, too, this was so. a full full length, and this last episode was um, with uh, uh, Mike, uh, Black Dynamite and and uh, Michael Jackson and how Michael Jackson came to be and what. Uh, I Michael saw the Jackson episode really title. Is. It was something mm-hmm. about like and and slaps upside your face or something. Was it? It was. Um, uh, oops, upset. No, oops, Jack- upset. Oops, Jackson up. Five across your face, <laughs> or uh, or just beat it. I think as well. Just beat it or Jackson Five across your your face. And uh, and and it's uh, I I thought did you get it? Did you guys get a chance? I to haven't. See it? I didn't get a chance to see any of the uh, unfortunately not. No, it's only it's, uh, it, as far as I can tell. It's so only you guys done one have episode. No is... research oh. at all. You <laughs> haven't seen the movie. You haven't seen my. Hey 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 hey. What the he saw fuck the movie. is going on? Well, you did see the movie, yeah. but you hated it. No, no. Well, you hate everything. That's that's your thing. <laughs> that's what, your you, you hate <laughs> you hate. On I hate it. this conversation right now. Good day to everybody. I'm out. <laughs> Uh, I, th- I think like black exploitation is just a weird, just kind of interesting thing. I feel like that's very that has been like not as tapped as it should have as a as a thing in, in cinema history. It's not like like a, I'm gonna get you sucker. Mm-hmm. It's just like a fucking amazing, one, yeah. amazing mm-hmm. movie. But like the whole aura around the black exploitation and just like the dolomites and the shafts and just like the the weird merger of all kinds of stereotypes and tropes with like hero complex shit. Like it's it's a fascinating thing in cinema. I feel like that's it why is. I'm excited about a cartoon like this, like kind of diving. It into is, it. and uh, I, you know, we're fully expecting a lot of people to hate and be mad and upset about you. Oh, you're putting on stereotypes, and you're, you're you're you know you're you're impressing upon young people with all this whole thing. But that's what that era was at the time, and especially with with film wise for black folks, that's what that was, and so. Um, especially with the film and with the and with the animated series, there's a love for ex, uh, black exploitation films. Not that we're making fun of it, but we are actually showing some of the stuff that went on and 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 then adding on top of it that you know some of our stuff that we have learned now, right, like right. with mm-hmm. like with what happened with <laughs> Richard Pryor. What was that all about? We go back and how Black Dynamite has um, his influence on that. What happened with Red Fox? What happened with all this other stuff of uh, the uh, porn industry in the 70s? And how Black Dynamite had his hand in that. Like this last episode, what was up with Jackson 5 and how um, you know Black Dynamite helps Michael Jackson kind of turn his life around and, and end up being the way he is. And so it's kind of a cool look back. So what's your uh, what's your official response to the people that are like, how dare you bring up these old stereotypes? Well, a fuck you! <laughs> fuck off, motherfuckers! That's right. Um, that's most. <laughs> that's, quote you on that? That's mostly my official, but um, <laughs> you know, to each his own. I I I have learned years ago to stay away from the internet and kind of not look at because I gotta I gotta believe the the good shit with the bad shit too. So. Um, I just do things that I, I enjoy, that I really like. Um, 
I play a character named Chocolate Giddy Up uh, in the movie and in the animated series. It's a solid yeah, name. Yeah, it's a damn good name. And he's uh, he's a pimp with a plan, and and he's afraid of Black Dynamite, and he's, he's really fun. And uh, um, so, yeah, I mean, with with, with with people that love the show and and don't like the show, you know, that's 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 part of it. That's the stuff I like to do with Boondocks. You know, people hate that stuff too, and I'm like, you know what? That's that's just satire, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was one of those ones. Though. I mean, it, it, as a as a newspaper strip, it was very strange to see in the first place. It was just mm-hmm. like it was drawn differently. The humor was totally different. Yeah, but it was cool to see that it, and then it. To see it become a cartoon on top of that is like, all right. Rock yeah, rock. yeah. And, and it's coming back. I, and some of the episodes yeah. that we uh, that I've been uh, reading, my God, I, I mean, <laughs> they're so hard-hitting. Aaron Magruder is, is uh, a good friend of mine. He's he's shorter in stature, but man's got some balls, man. He's got some big, big-ass balls. And this this stuff, this next season is going to be so great. The one episode that I, I I feel like stands out very vividly is uh is the episode where it's imagine what happens if Martin Luther King Jr. was never assassinated. Yeah. And he gets sucked into the whole cable news cycle mm-hmm. and he's got the book tour and yeah. no one comes out. I remember just being like, that shit is dis- disturbingly accurate, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, because I mean, especially now how how Malcolm um um um, I'm sorry, not Malcolm. Uh, Mr. King would be looked on as that you speak too slow. You don't speak fast enough. One for one, and your opinion is to turn the other cheek. You know, uh, uh, with terrorists, how dare you? Are you kidding? You're not an American. You you are not pro-American. If you are actually siding with the terrorists, you know, you don't think we should bomb their asses. You know, that's. Uh, uh, I mean, it's a state. I mean, you guys got a shitload of trouble for that yeah, one or whatever. People uh, hate it. Yeah. It's and, we- and it's yeah. weird though because one of the last, I mean, some of the last, you know, speeches that that Martin Luther King gives are about opposing the war in Vietnam and mm-hmm. and and just really laying in to how the that entire just political situation is just abhorrent and he also gets into labor rights issues and trying to build up unions and working in things like living wages and things like that i mean that's where any that's when the assassination occurs is going down for these strikes right and it's all about unions which really is the great fear of the country and it's that sense of it doesn't matter what you look like we got this thing that Mm -hmm. is just you know working people need to stick together and that is a fucking terrifying concept and it that shit is the bane of so much of the upper crust existence. There's no way a, a figure like Martin More Luther people King, banding together, we would, can't have that. You yeah. would never see a Martin Luther King Jr. on CNN or yeah. MSNBC or anything. He would be a dirty, liberal, hippie communist. Yeah, definitely. You know, especially with all the, I mean, with what we do know of, of, um, of Mr. King, he would be hated. <laughs> People would not I mean, like yeah. that guy I, yeah. at all. And I, so we we used that and um and uh you know people really responded, you know, both positively and negatively with it and uh won a Peabody award for for that particular episode. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, well done. But um and then we've had the episodes with uh Terry uh Tyler Perry uh that it's kind of loosely based on and that episode will never air again. Was, uh, Tyler just was like I brought out the hounds. How dare you! How dare you! Really? No, he, I think he's with uh, Viacom 
um, as, uh, as well. Yeah. yeah, with with his shows on T is it TBS? TBS yeah. And so uh, you know, it's funny because those these episodes are written quite a while before they're animated, you know, and drawn. So Viacom knew about that episode a what's long the turn- time ago. Yeah, what's the turnaround in terms of an episode of the Boondocks? Well, How does it? I'm thinking about maybe a year. Because uh, we're recording now, and I, I'm thinking probably spring or summer of uh, so. Are you next jealous year? of the South Park guys with their one? Those week guys, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they. I mean, they can do things that are so you know current, which is yeah, yeah. really really great for those, and they're brilliant. And uh, but we can we can only do things that are like things that will always be like we will always. Um, I don't know. We'll always. Wonder R. Kelly, yeah, R. Kelly, Kelly will always. Yeah, pee I mean, on I think girls, it's, I think it's a know, greater, I think it's a greater challenge, but I think it's the execution of it works in the Boondocks' favor a lot. Where you take an issue like the cable news cycle and that whole thing, and Mitch and I have gone to war on this and our various perspective, what it is that whole horse race surface level mentality that it's you know feels that it's not news, it's infotainment, and you take that, and then all of a sudden you you mash it together with this abstract concept of. Martin Luther King, not as this, you know, sainted martyr historical figure, but as just a dude still saying the same message in the, if, if this alternate universe had happened and you really, you really flesh it out. And I think it's a very different approach because that is going to be something that will be current forever because that is something the country is trying to unwind and untangle. And so if your approach is kind of aiming differently, I mean, it's, it's almost two different things where South Park has a sense of urgency and they can capture things very well, you know, but it's also that sense of, I feel like what what Aaron tries to go for is those more long game questions mm-hmm. of things. So I think you know it's. I mean, like it makes sense why with the whole production cycle. I'm sure with the animation and style too as well. It takes some time, but like it's sure. it's not. I, it's not a thing that I feel like works against the Boondocks. I feel like it's one of those things that actually kind of works better. You know, yeah. because sometimes things become more current even later on. Right. Nineteen points for Teddy. Jesus. Yeah. Boom. It's a little unfair. Boom goes right. the dynamite. Okay. That's on. how we do it's it. Fine. Don't you dare say anything been, unfair on this side of the a, table. Uh, I've been asked from, from the people at home uh, where they get a black dynamite t-shirt like yours. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> and your yeah, face with Rob Bliss. I'm not, sorry. It's not Tough break. Happen. But I mean. It, it, they're not it's, selling them out there. I know they're not. No, no. they're not. We, I just did Comic-Con over the uh, weekend. I about that. That's, oh, how I, yeah. that's how I got mine. Uh, we went and promoted the show. And I don't, have you guys ever done Comic Con? We have not. Uh, you I have, have not. Mitch has yeah, done Comic Con before. Yeah. Once before. Yeah. I had only done it once other one other time, and I had a great I time. I mean, they there, gotta love you. There, it's huge now. Yeah, yeah. It's so big. But it was. Uh, we went with the whole cast of uh, Black Dynamite with Michael Jai White and uh, Kim. Um, what's her name? Big Titties Kim. Big Titty Kim. <laughs> Uh, we're just gonna call it Big Titty Cam. All right, let's go with that. Uh, it's fine and with me. Orlando Jones and his big titties, and <laughs> Deborah Wilson and uh, her big titties. I, was about I mean, to say, everyone's was got like... big titties, and we <laughs> all went, all brought our titties right. down there and <laughs> to they shake them for the fans. Loved right. our titties, man. Yeah. It was a. It's, was there? I mean, like it's Black Diamond. I feel like it's got to stand out in particular at an event like Comic Con. We had Eric Alexander and Tony Perrier on here, and they brought Concrete Park down there. And it's the graphic novel, and it's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. It's a very, you know, very different than what the usual Comic Con fair is. I mean, yeah. Did you feel any of that looking around, being like Black Dynamite? This is a fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people, people. I mean, they're fans of 
they're, they're just huge fans of everything. But this in particular, because it already had a fan base from the film, um, and and just fans of all of us with doing other projects, you know, right, that we've, yeah. we've done. So <clears throat> for all of us to come together to do this one thing, with, and and Tommy Davidson was there too. He was crazy and and fun. He's and, you know, yeah. he we it was just a great panel, and we packed the place, and just a bunch of nerds enjoying black exploitation. <laughs> Which is, a, I'm sure, and, if you like, if that's not what America is about. I, if, I don't know what is. If yeah. we time traveled you to the set of Dolomite right now, mm. and you're just wearing everything, you got black dynamite t shirt on, you're yeah. like, you don't understand. Yeah. But in about like 35, 40 years, going to be a Comic Con. It's going to be, yeah. Nerds are going to eat this shit I mean, up they, and they won't even know. I wouldn't, I, it, it's hard to believe. It wouldn't, and we have a black president. <laughs> what? Right, right, Come on. You right. would probably yeah. be shot yeah. on set. You yeah. would not make it back. Get out of here. Yeah. It's a good run. You weird soothsayer. <laughs> Get out of here. I hope that's how they talk yeah. to the I hope that's how the Dolomite side talk. <laughs> yeah. You soothsayer, you be so- gone. Get be gone. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Get out of here, you weird soothsayer. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's Bill Cosby comes. And then, and then we. <laughs> what? Oh, I, don't, I don't know why Bill, <laughs> Bill Cosby had to show up, but. Uh, it's yeah, okay. You were dying fine. to do the impression. I got it. It's I, fine. I, I, we had uh, to no just problem. throw him in. Yeah, you know, he's got to come up when you're talking black entertainment. It's, yeah, uh, it's understandable. Yeah. We t- we talk about him often. You yeah, know? good. Good. He's a good guy. You yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, I was I was pleased to find uh, he did a he did a show after himself. He did a he did a direct to video uh, thing called Forty Nine, and it was uh, probably my favorite performance uh, just in comedy in general. Really, just because it's did I see that. I sincerely doubt it because it was direct to video. Oh, it was man. never like promoted. There was like no. I only found out about it. it was like in like two thousand or two thousand one when Audio Galaxy. You know what I mean? It was like uh, Napster. Mm-hmm. You know, it was after Napster. Damn, you took it back to the real yeah. old yeah, school yeah. peer-to-peer day. So I was I was browsing around in Audio Galaxy. Uh, I was at work and I was looking. I was like, you know, I downloaded some Bill Cosby to listen to at work, and I saw forty nine. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like an hour and a half long. I was like, I'm gonna listen to this, and I was just like the fuck is this this is incredible how did i never hear about this and i'd like do all this research um still never been released on dvd you go on amazon it's like 40 bucks for the vhs and like some old guy has it in his apartment <laughs> you know what i mean it's probably been pissed on by the dog or some yeah. shit like that but somebody uh put it on youtube recently so uh i got a chance to watch that the other day and uh i sent oh, it to yeah, teddy i don't know if you've had a chance to i watched i i showed tom young our guest on monday i showed him the the final bit that i was like you have to watch this finale and he was like on the floor it was like standing up and he's clapping i was like he can't hear you but i mean i'm with you really good really really good uh, so you know something to Look it up. You know what I thought you were, I was thinking about you after you mentioned Tommy Davidson when you were kind of talking about certain opportunities don't pop up for other people. Tommy Davidson is one of those comedians that I remember just thinking, like as I kind of got older, just being like, how did that dude never just get more HBO specials or anything like that? Because he is just, I mean, he he hosted Premium Blend for a little bit. And, you know, they always went through that rotation of comics and hosted Premium Blend. But I always remember Tommy Davidson sticking out in my head being like, that guy is so fucking hilarious and so multi-talented. How did he not just pop up in more places? Yeah, it 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 boggles the mind. It's kind of what we were talking about earlier about, like, sometimes people get opportunities, some don't. And Tommy is one of those guys that, I mean, I, I've worked with him. I worked with him on the Bernie Mac show. It was the first time I worked with Tommy. And he is brilliant. He, I mean, he's 
his energy is through oh, the man. roof. Yeah, but his yeah. stand up is so is so great too. And he's just he's just naturally great funny. Yeah. He's tremendous. His writer. impressions ah, he'd always ah, he'd come in with a Sammy. Yeah. You know, his he was like a, he was very like Jim Carrey esque in terms of his facial yeah. like elasticity he's and whatnot. Solid, solid, solid physical comedian, solid stand up, and he's really funny on this show. He plays a character named Cream Corn on the show and in the movie, and he's you know Tommy's great. Good. Yeah, did you see him in uh, I Am Comic, that documentary? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. His like five minute thing, you're just watching, you're going, it is. Is that what he's? Is that just him having a conversation, or is he doing a bit? It's very, and he flows in and out of like twenty different things. Probably one of my my favorite part about the documentary was just that that one scene where I was like, "What the fuck is he even doing?" But you just, yeah, like I have to watch that again. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, pretty. uh, So he's uh, he's he's in it, and uh, I mean, basically, what we're saying is that I wish I was Tommy Davidson or Bill Cosby, and those guys (laughs) are better than me. No, 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 come on. They didn't show up with a Black they, Dynamite teacher. They don't got the internet know. going nuts right now trying yeah. to get the hands. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure that, that Black Dynamite bootleg t-shirts from Comic-Con are popping up all over. Well, the right bootleg now. ones, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I get my haircut off of Crenshaw, and so I'm sure there's like some, you know, black B-L-A-Q-U-E dynamite shirts right, that are happening. Right, right. You know, some bootleg stuff. Yeah, yeah in a few months, you're going to walk down the street in Hollywood, you're going to be like hugging that shirt. Like, no, yeah. fuck, I hope I nobody sees me. Why are they going to take this right off my back? I may have to burn this shirt. It is amazing. Like, I feel like... Frame it. Frame, frame it. Frame it. Well, I don't know if burn this is a thing that, is, yeah. that extends to other cultures. Burn the frame. I got it. I feel like black people have always been tremendous at bootlegging t-shirts. That is a thing that, like, you grow up knowing. Like, you know at least, like, two uncles that bootleg t-shirts. You're like, you got a whole printing press set up in your garage? Remember when Michael died? I was about to say, I remember. (laughs) I lived in this apartment when when he died and walked down the street. And I'm talking, like, fucking line around the block of people, like, signed up. He died in shirts. Yeah, there was shirts. (laughs) The fucking day of, they were like... You know, gone but not forgotten, and you were like, yeah. "Really?" He died in yeah, shit. Like, you, were you were you ready? Were you we were right. waiting for him? That's what yeah. I'm, like, I don't, every every I don't every know. every year the they press. like yeah. Just yeah, in case, there it is. Hey. Just in case it's this year, 2012. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, June sixth. No, all right. I know June seventh. I, I got one. I got. I got. I mean, look, did you? Shirt. Listen, oh yeah, yeah. I, I got a bootleg shirt. Here's here we go. Here's your here's your here's your big. Right. You, are you, yeah. you you frequent the the bootleg oh, shirt yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. The game. All right. here, Bunch here, of king here. of pop shirts. Okay, yeah. so here's a question for you: bigger uh, spontaneous shirt printing day, Michael's death, Obama's election. Yeah, that's. <sighs> I will say I've seen more of the Michael's death shirts. But, Shut your mouth, Mitch. Ain't nobody asking no question about no nothing. Yeah, you know, yeah. don't have enough melanin Tough to answer. Right? I'm yeah, just, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the white guy again on this one. Oh right. man, yeah. don't yeah. worry, you're, you're gonna like five hundred points Michael's ahead. So, be you know. Obama's election. You know Definitely. how many shirt set stands yeah. saw spring the, up, and yeah, you gonna Pratt, go with Michael? Yeah, the, when Obama, when OBZ came out, people were loving him. Yeah, and they, and that was that was. For a, a quite a while, but Michael's death. Oh man, that shit was. That, that shit was, was okay. I think I, if crazy. I had here an all day pool party, if I had to back to Michael sure. Jackson's yes. death from what, like, <laughs> yeah. like damn. If I had to guess, that the the there would be more official Obama shirts. So the yeah. bootleggers are like, listen, why bother? But there's not going to be. You a would lot be wrong. Of, 
There's not going to be a lot of official. Well, Joe Jackson. You don't know Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. At yeah, his own yeah, thing. And yeah. a lot of people were like, you know, and I don't know if I want to buy a Joe Jackson shirt. But <laughs> that's that's sad. That, that's bad. But um <laughs> but I, I but I would argue MJ's shirts, they they were there were so many of them. Yeah. So flooded fast. the market so fast. <laughs> it yeah. is it is yeah, that thing of, of like yeah. how did you do you know what you know what that, like you mentioned that reminds me of like uh in a lot of like Muslim countries, whenever they protest against the United States, and I just remember thinking, being like, something would pop off, and that, like they would like next thing you know, you would just see people burning an American flag. I'd be like, for people who hate America, y'all sure have a lot of fucking flags to burn on command. Right. You know what I mean? Like, have you yeah. just but like do we do you really have we fucked up that? Get, but, yeah, yeah, where do you get them? Because like, get, yeah, and like, how did, and your friend comes over? Why you got all these flags? Because <laughs> the next time we're waiting for them to fuck up, uh, right? Look, I only fuck have up one I only, more time. <laughs> fuck up. One only more have it time. for burning. America. I get Costco. Yeah. I got these Kirkland American flags. Yeah. Say something one more time. Please. Please. Please, Please come for that oil. One I'm more time. I'm thinking if you had, yeah, if you had a bunch of like uh, Iraq or Iranian <laughs> flags in your apartment and you were like, I got that because to, for burning. I mean, yeah. I mean like, like that wouldn't go over, right? right? Like that wouldn't work. And that's a good planner right there. That's a good guy that'll <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. plan a good barbecue or a. Outside of a war, they had the big ones too. Like that's the guy you want on your team. Yeah, the the plan (laughs) shit. If you're a bad planner, I don't know. I'm not a very good planner, but I need a guy like that on my team. You need real. That's that's a real forward thinking hater. You know what I mean? As a hater for hire, I can appreciate that. Steve, you still got those flags? I'm gonna. We're gonna need those. Right? Yeah. Ah, you right. laughed at me ah. when I set up a broadband connection and tried to explain to you what that meant and then ordered from Costco all these flags. But now who's laughing? Now who's Kazakhstan. Laughing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a guy like that. I do. I guess I probably do need a a planner guy. You, you have a, you, oh, I thought you meant a, I don't have, I thought you meant like a country oh, to, I, I, to hate enough to stockpile flags. I also I, don't have that. I, 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 I kind of, either. I have a guy. I have a guy. Um, uh, a friend of mine named Phil Lamar. You guys might have seen Mad him TV, on Mad yeah. TV. He's Pulp extraordinary. Fiction, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Extraordinarily smart. He would plan for some. He's just a good planner. He's. I think he graduated out of Yale. He's just he's one, one of them smart Ivy motherfucking League. smart. Smarty odd. Phil Lamar and I and Gary Anthony Williams, who do Uncle Ruckus and uh, Jordan Black and Danielle Gaither. All, no, those guys are from Mad TV as well. Um, we do a show at the Groundlings called The Black Version on uh, every other Monday night. And we get a movie title, and then we improvise the black version of that movie. Like we've done uh, Silence of the Lambs. That was called um, Why You Eating People. <laughs> um, uh, we've done... Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, like, oh, we've done. We just, we oh just, we just did... The last show was uh, Peter Pan, and that was uh, Bobby Bucket. <laughs> um, it, it, it's a really fun, fun thing to do that we just do the, to just to play with each the other. Groundlings front, is front. it the one across from uh, the uh, Hollywood Improv or my? Uh, no, that's on. No, ours is on Melrose. Melrose yeah, and, yeah, that's uh, from the, across from Hollywood. Not, Improv, it's no? not across the Improv, but they're, they're like a little cro- bit further. I there. mean, it's like across no. the street and down the road a little bit. Yeah, about two miles. But <laughs> is it? That's yeah. yeah. I don't know. In yeah. my head, it was like right that's there. Okay. But okay, that's all right. Seven Eleven and Improv, a Groundlings, and then you got the right. You got the right, right uh, area. I was the right area. We got right, the right street. Right. But yeah, so we do that for the first act, the movie, and then we'll do like the second act are the deleted scenes. We'll <laughs> oh do, my like, god, it's uh, amazing! Actors auditioning for that movie, or uh, uh, this particular scene had a product placement. Or pro- okay, Heineken, 
we'll add Heineken or something or you know whatever product and uh it's a fun fun show you guys got to come how come often uh, how long going on yeah we've been doing that for uh, about a year now wow and uh and we do it every other monday two uh, two mondays uh, out of the month and uh we will have so Wayne will it be Bray. this monday or next monday this next it? monday's uh coming up uh the 23rd uh, I believe that's what, what, it, what show will you or what I, movie? we don't know until so we get audience suggestion. audience yeah we vote by committee wow what the movie wow. is and a lot of times we don't know I, you know sometimes Here. we don't know the movie right but it's mm. our version so you know what just, that's silver do. spoons the movie the black version that's what i want to say wow that's I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot. I'm just, I'm trying to think of the whitest thing. I you know what? It's, thing. it's great that's, though. I like love Breakfast this. Club kind of works. 16 Candles we've done. Okay. We've done okay. like what the whiter, bre- you're in the right, you're just you're not the right door. Right, right. Yeah. Right, you just right. made up a movie. Um, yeah, I know. I'm it's sorry. True. 37 points go to you. 30, oh, yeah. Mitch, it's a blowout right yeah, now. Yeah, it's you, a you're, blowout. You're killing it. I'm getting my Obama Wait, electoral is, college game on right now, son. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully, I won't get anything. For, <laughs> breakfast Club is it? Is it the Cornbread Club? What What's a breakfast for? Uh, wow, wow. Uh, yeah, see, cornbre- I'm like, am wow. I going to get hit with something? I don't know. I don't know. Where I, I, I want to give you points, but I, that was just so terrible. I can't All right, even. Yeah. Look, just, I don't even know what Breakfast Club was. I can't remember the name okay, of what that right. one was. But I don't know what you. But you were. I like cornbread. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan. I just am. <laughs> I mean, does. I mean, you does. don't like cornbread. There's something wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Right. Cornbread right. ain't nothing wrong with that. Here's my Chris here's, Rock here's my thing. Show. I appreciate most about this show is that it's like I th- Chris Rock had that joke. I th- it's about just black movie titles just being like they're just so just generic and one note. Where did you get barbershop? Car wash, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, and that's you not just, a title, that's a location. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And it's just yeah. so fucking, it's fucking amazing because you just look over all the fucking black movies that have ever been released and all about the Benjamins, and you're like, damn, this shit is just no dimensional, right, at all. But I, I love the idea of just putting the blackity black in the movie titles and mm-hmm. why you be eating people sounds like some shit I would have heard some people yell out at the screen right. back in Houston. Like why why really why are you eating why are you eating? People? I remember watching uh oh the Othello remake with Mackay Pfeiffer uh, and Julia yeah. Styles mm-hmm. and uh, what's his name with the uh, Josh Hartnett uh, and I remember like Kim was, Whitley. Uh, that big titty Kim, Kim <laughs> Whitley. Sorry, okay, right. shout out go. to Kim Whitley. Yeah, yes, right. Kim Whitley. Right. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. you had and, to go up Whitley to get yeah, here. I'm surprised yes. you didn't remember this. Yeah. All right, okay. And uh, so we so, are almost out of time. So I know. So this, this, but like, so there's these like two black, like nobody's in the theater. It's like me, a friend of mine, uh, and then like these two black girls, and, and they just like watching Iago just run shit, just being a diabolical villain or whatever, and he pulls off something else diabolical. And I remember uh, this black chick, she just goes like, I can't even get a nigga to take me to Fiesta, the grocery store. And this motherfucker is running everything. And I just I just died. I was like, that is makes my price of admission right there. That one moment. Truth. Right there. Truth. Black people, when we come to the movies, you love Truth. the black. Anymore. I did yeah. see I did see Undercover Brother in a, uh, in a predominantly black neighborhood uh, by myself. And uh I really liked the movie, but then when I watched it at home, it wasn't as good because it didn't have the commentary. It didn't have the commentary. Yeah, yeah that's what you didn't need have that. sometimes. I, apparently. You no, need the blackity black. You need the black. Yeah, now, I don't yeah. always do blackity black. I, I, did, I just finished doing a musical uh, fellowship. It's the Lord of the Rings musical parody. Wow. We did. For, the from, yeah, it, was, it wasn't that black. It was all white people and then me. I played Gandalf. Oh, in this man. movie, that's, 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 that's the right. role you want. Yeah, yeah, that it, it was, it was pretty damn good. It was a you really, shall not pass. Yeah, right. yeah. Did you yeah. have to sing that? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I did a, a song called One Ring that I do, and I'm, I'm, I'm showing Frodo how, how this One Ring works and how it's going to you know, control the, the universe and how we need to destroy it. And, and yes, a lot of English accent and all that kind of thing. You got, you got, you got what I need. (laughs) So I I like, I think that's a very fitting, fitting way to, uh, I think we'll, uh, I think we'll have to end on that. Uh, I don't want to keep you. Uh, okay. So watch black dynamite on, uh, adult swim. Next episode airs, it looks like, July 22nd. Yeah, next See, we Sunday. didn't miss it by that much. The first one was only three days ago. Yeah, it was I mean, on, on a Sunday. And we were, you know. Yeah, you guys had things to do. Yeah, now that we got it on the radio. To, to things prep, to drink To prep to, before the you know, 70th episode. And uh, do you have any, yeah, any place you know. people can find you? Twitter, on the Facebook, or anything? Oh, yeah. That website? I'm, yeah, I'm on, I am on the Twitter at, at Cedar Yarbrough and tagged um, him before the episode started. Then I'm at the I'm on the Facebook and everything, you know. So yeah, oh God. So you're doing that social media thing. Right? I am doing the social media thing. I don't I don't get it. I really don't like mm-hmm. it. But you're you in don't it. like tweeting. I, no, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm eating cake. You know why? Why? why Talk do to I need Tom to... about it. Tom Tom would have some words. Tom Thumb. Thomas Lennon. Ah, yeah, that dude tweets like oh, a mad he, yeah, he loves he loves the Twitter, and yeah. so does Nisi and, and yeah. everyone does. I I, I don't get. I it. do. My favorite thing about Thomas Lennon's tweets is his good night tweets that he does. Those are pretty damn brilliant. Those are those are good. Yeah, you gotta follow they're, Thomas. They're very scary. Get on that. Area. They're rather scary. And, yeah, yeah. Good night. Yeah. Remember, uh, every night you swallow eight spiders. You know, it's like that's that's the kind it's of the thing. worst tuck in of all time. Yeah, yeah. good night. Awful. You might get murdered in your sleep. <laughs> yeah, that so sounds like very, my nightmare. So I'm not going to follow that. Yeah, yeah no, you I'm should. It's very good. Good night. Uh, um, people that own guns usually shoot themselves at night. <laughs> good night. And it's just that kind of stuff. Like, how are you? How, how is your brain thinking <laughs> of, of that kind? I of like stuff? you, Ben. I should cheer for you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, get on. Dude, just just tweet your thoughts. I man. should. Uh, maybe you know? I'll maybe I'll tweet them. Channel the spirit of Black Dynamite and see what happens. On maybe, Twitter. but yeah. I usually I usually make money on my thoughts. So that's I don't. Why, I, so yeah. why just give well, them out fair. like that? Uh, I'll give you guys the the, you solid, the terrible shit. Okay, I'll, I'll keep yeah. my stuff for me. Yeah. And yeah. The bad stuff. Yeah. C, C grade. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. There you go. The stuff that you probably shouldn't say in public, you say on Twitter. Okay. That's the way to go. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds right. good. Thank you for the advice. Thank you for coming out so much. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, you. Trying to get you out of here on time. We're going to take some photos and then we'll uh, boot you out uh, softly. Softly booting you out. Uh, thank you at home, Riffalonians. Uh, Teddy and I will be performing tomorrow night at Flappers in Burbank. Ooh, Flappers. Yeah. yeah. 10 p.m. Oh. Comedy Con Carne. Oh, yes. Nice. Jose Chavez, Justin Dubois, Teddy Tutson, Rever Mitch. Uh, Leo Johnny Sanders, Roque, Leo Sanders, and Victoria Avalon. Thank you, and good, good night, night, bitches. You all have bad credit. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin on the official website riffin.net. R i f f i n dot net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck up. Bitches!